Yes, sir. Good morning. I'm right, right? Seven. I don't know why I can't keep the numbers straight. That's right. You got it. Right. And it stays that way. We'll get to the redistricting part of this conversation in a bit. You folks are working on maps over the last few weeks, just as the folks in the legislature have been doing that. Business about being mayor pro tem and, and presiding over that meeting. I, I know we've had this conversation before. Uh, is that something at, at some point down the road? I, I wouldn't mind being mayor. Is that something even on your radar? Um, you know, I... Uh I enjoy helping helping with the meetings. Um, I uh, I I get something out of just constructing the most efficient debate possible to get <laughs> the answers out that we need uh, that we need out. So uh, so I don't know. I mean, I won't write it out. I won't write it off. But I I uh, I've, I'm aware of the rules of procedure. I, I know how to use them to really uh, get the most effective performance out of our commission. So, it, you know, it's something I enjoy. Yeah, uh, and that part of it, by the way, is the part that most of us probably overlook. Just just knowing Robert's rules of orders or whatever, you know, parliamentary mm-hmm. protocols you folks had adhere to there on the Athens Clark County Commission. Another thing I lose track of. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong here. Are you up for re-election next year? That's right. Okay, yep. every other year, and it's odd even and that kind of thing. So District Seven, you'll be up. You plan to run? Well, we'll see what the map looks like. You know, uh, it's up in the air right now, but uh, one, three, five, seven, and nine will all be up for re-election. So uh, we should know what the maps look like sometime in January when our local delegation puts them through uh the hopper there in Atlanta. So we'll yeah. see. Again, something we'll spend an extended amount of time on, the redistricting, which is a work in progress with the legislative congressional maps that were redrawn in addition to the local maps, school board, and the rest of it. You folks dealing specifically with your own maps on the athens Clark County Commission. But I want to talk about a couple of things first. Uh, commission work in recent weeks, uh, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, Russell Edwards, uh, the, the vote was unanimous, the police oversight board, the creation of one. That's right. Yes, it was. Unanimous vote. What Mm -hmm. will this board do? What will it look like when it's doing what it does? Well, uh, the first steps will be uh, appointing uh, the board. It'll be nine members, nine citizen members. uh, And uh, anyone could serve on on this board. They'll just be selected by the mayor and commission. Is is it a matter of districts geographically or just any number of nine people from wherever? That's right. Any any number of nine from from wherever. And... um, what they'll be doing uh, preliminarily is providing uh, public safety recommendations uh, to the mayor and commission, and they'll also be providing recommendations back to the government operations committee as to what their uh, what the recommendations for what the authority of the board should be when it comes to uh, public oversight of the police. And a lot of the discussion around this has been with. Uh, uh, using some county staff time to perform the duties of an auditor monitor is the term that's been thrown around. And it basically uh, be present for uh, police misconduct investigations just to ensure everything's being done appropriately. Because uh, what we've seen over time is that the pressure put on officers to investigate their colleagues and to investigate, you know, folks that they put their lives on the line with, you know, every day, it, it, it's a tremendous amount of pressure. So having uh, an independent presence uh, in the room, uh, you know, around the investigation can help relieve some of that pressure and also help build some trust uh, that has been fractured at times in this community be- between 
uh, the community at large, some some parts of the community, and and the police force. At I large. know there are critics, and I know you heard this during the course of the conversation, the debate that led up to the vote. But there are critics who say do exactly the opposite that it's going to be some some entity, some body that is going to look into the operations of the Athens Clark County Police Department, nitpick on a case by case basis, and give people reasons to distrust the police. You've heard those arguments, mm-hmm. I'm sure. What we've seen though, uh, and this. This has come from the chief, too, uh, where they had a he, he worked for many years in Alexandria, Virginia, where they had a police oversight board. And what what we've seen is that over time, these boards often turn into uh, a great place for citizens to learn more about the police, to learn more about the police work and getting into the details and the minutia and the concerns that they have and uh, almost turning into a. Uh, you know, once they really get a deep look, a deep dive into the police work, they, they, many of them turn into advocates and partners. And so, uh, we have every hope that this board will fulfill a, a, a promising role in our community to to rebuild some some trust and to also help our police uh, communicate with our community at large when when the police have concerns. This board is a great place for them to bring those concerns and then for those concerns to be communicated back to the commission directly and to the community at large. One thing I haven't heard you say, Commissioner Edwards, and I'm listening to, I'm hearing words like advise and recommend and oversight. I'm not hearing that this board has any particular authority. Am I mishearing or is that essentially it? Yeah, uh, they're going to be one of the first tasks is for them to make a recommendation back to the government operations committee as to the authority of any sort of auditor, monitor, and any other in any authority that they would have over police misconduct investigations. So we're taking very uh, deliberate, rational steps in the creation of this board. Nothing is being, you know, we're taking our time to get this thing right. Commissioner Russell Edwards with us. A question from a listener hit me up on Twitter, at Tim Bryant Radio. Ask uh, Commissioner Edwards if he would agree that Governor Kemp was correct or right in preventing mayor and commission from imposing severe COVID restrictions they wanted. You guys wanted to go farther than the governor uh, would permit with his executive orders. Uh, Your thoughts on on that specifically and in general where we stand with the pandemic now locally? Well, I... I think we went farther than any community in Georgia. I mean, by by instituting the shelter in place, you know, early on to stop that first wave, and then the first municipality to vote for a mask mandate, um, shortening last call. You know, I, we did more than any other place I'm aware of, and I think what we've seen is the mortality rate for folks in Athens has been lower than any other metro area in Georgia. Uh, yeah, moving forward, I think we need to continue our, our layered mitigation strategies. You know, we need folks to be vaccinated, and in crowded indoor settings, folks should wear masks to prevent the inhalation of these tiny aerosol droplets that accumulate in poorly ventilated areas. So vaccine, vaccinating and, and masking, I think, will be the order of the day for 
for the time being. Well, you know, I'm looking at, and this is the latest report from the Georgia Department of Public Health, uh, the report that was released on Friday. Uh, cases per 100,000, that way of equalizing counties of different sizes. Cases per 100,000 in Clark County, 13,000 plus. Uh, and this is a county with a mask mandate, as you have pointed out. Oconee County, no mask mandate. And cases per 1,000 or 100,000, actually lower, 10,000, close to 11,000 there. Oconee County, no mask mandate. Clark County, mask mandate. In terms of positive test, Oconee County's doing better. Yeah, and and that makes sense to me because it is a more rural county. We you know we are more congested. We have more metro areas here in Athens Clark County. So you know that that makes sense to me. I I think also those uh, Department of Public Health numbers are. I think we should be cautious in assigning too much meaning to them because I think we know that all the time we've gone through this pandemic that certainly we have an undercount uh, with those figures. I'm sure that Athens-Clark figures are certainly higher, uh, especially for folks who, uh, you know, went through this illness without any symptoms. So these maps originated out of our uh, GIO office. Uh, the They use the, the ArcGIS uh, software and the, the overarching uh, motivation for their work was to create the least amount of disruption to the districts so that folks would go on knowing who their commissioner is. So um, they tweak the lines to the, to the minimal amount possible. Um, of course, they're working on the foundation of the maps from 2011, which some folks have problems with mm-hmm. because of the way those were created. But but staff was concerned with, uh, you know, c- keeping consistency. And then they delivered those maps to our local board of elections. Local board of elections looked at them, had some uh, questions, concerns, and uh, they voted on the maps. They passed those maps, and then they came back to us for approval. And the commission signs off on this. They're not unanimous. And he had some com- mm-hmm. commission critics. I- I'm thinking of Melissa Link and some of the comments she made. And to your point about the mm-hmm. 2011 map, didn't like that, wanted to, th- to just throw it in and start over, essentially, and add mm-hmm. more minority-majority districts, that kind of thing. Didn't happen. And the thing that we heard consistently is, and you just alluded to this, Commissioner Thornton did, not enough time. Uh, mm-hmm. And and that's, I don't know that that's necessarily, you can speak to this, I don't know that that's somebody's fault. It, it The pandemic, the response, the census was late, the data late coming in. You only had so much time to get this done. That's right. And we, and we have... Uh you know, the census data was delayed in getting back. It was very difficult to conduct the census during the pandemic. There was, if you remember a year and a half ago, there were court cases over questions that were going to be on the census form or not be on the census form. So the whole process was delayed. Um, what, you know, I think we did the best we, we could under the circumstance. And we, in a way, created a roadmap for other municipalities in Georgia to use these nonpartisan boards of elections uh, as a uh, as a place that can create these maps. So uh, everyone's concerned about the partisan nature of map drawing. Here in athens Clark County, we had our nonpartisan board of elections take the lead. So I, I think we've done a good job under the circumstance. And we have three majority-minority districts right now, uh, and we have... Uh, 
uh, a black individual, Pat, Patrick Davenport, who represents District One, which is not a majority minority district. Right. So, you know, I think we're I think we're doing well when it comes to the composition of these districts. Uh, in terms of who gets affected the most, you try to have the least amount of change to these. Ma- which districts are going to feel the most, see the most by way of impact? So, uh, District Two, Mariah Parker has had a. a I think maybe two or three thousand people have moved into her district. You think of the Mark and some other mm-hmm. large multifamily developments. So, uh, District Two, she'll be losing the airport and parts, uh, residential areas around the airport. Those will go to District One, and then um, also District Four. Allison Wright around UGA has gained a lot of residents, so she would lose the southern part of her district around Macon Highway and Lumpkin. Uh, Davis Estates, that would come into to my district, District 7. You mentioned, and I hadn't intended to even bring this up, but you mentioned the mark, that big sprawling, uh, mostly student, I gather, mm-hmm. housing down there on uh, the, the southern edge of downtown Athens. A lot of people will point specifically to you or at you, <laughs> as the case may be. You get the credit or the blame, depending mm-hmm. on somebody's perspective. Uh, some years ago, there was talk of a Walmart going in there. You successfully led a group that shouted that down. And, okay, now you get what you get any thoughts on that a decade or so later yeah i think you know during that process we we really had an opportunity in this community to put in place some some new zoning rules that would affect multifamily that would affect you know 1000 resident developments and you know i guess looking back it it seems to me like it it was a lost opportunity i mean since the mark has gone in we've had numerous you know, almost thousand person multifamily developments that have almost been built by right. And, you know, when a developer comes to this community with 50 million, 70, 100 million dollars, it sure would be nice to see them set aside some benefits for the community, even if it means uh, some affordable, uh, some, some more low cost housing, affordable housing, or some renewable energy on the building, some solar panels on the building, you know, that ship has sailed on a lot of those larger developments, unfortunately. Where do things stand, the affordable housing effort in athens Clark County, Commissioner Russell Edwards? Well, we have uh, an inclusionary housing committee. Uh, Commissioner Denson and Commissioner Parker serve on that committee. Commis- uh, Mayor Gertz put that together. And uh, they're planning to bring back a recommendation very soon to the mayor and commission for their consideration, which would do exactly what we were just talking about with the mark. When you have a large-scale multifamily development, you know, developer bringing tens of millions of dollars to the table, you know, working in a collaborative fashion to to get some more community benefits from that development. The effort to, Commissioner Edwards, uh, the effort to establish a, uh, Mayor Gertz got on me, don't call this a government-operated homeless shelter. It's a government mm-hmm. Uh, sanctioned homeless facility, uh, the the old school property off Chase Street. Uh, where does that stand now? That that will be voted on uh, December seventh. Um, there is a a contract being created uh, for the operation uh, of of that encampment, and uh, that it'll be there right by the chicken plant uh, behind the old. Uh, school right there on uh, Barber Street. And so that'll be considered on December 7th, along with this uh, eviction prevention program uh, will also be voted on uh, Tuesday, December 7th. Your thoughts on how you might vote? I'm, you know, I, I need to look more into the contracts with this homeless encampment. Um, we've, we've only had one person come forward w- willing to operate it. Um, 
and it's a very uh, involved process, as you can imagine. And so uh, I wasn't quite sure this would be the model going into it uh, on the early end. So uh, I'm still uh, really need to see more information about it. Um, but I, I still definitely have some uncertainty whether or not this is the right model for the problem we're trying to solve here. Again, the vote schedule for what's that Tuesday, the 7th, I guess yep. it is. That's it. Tuesday. Athens Clark County Commissioner Russell Edwards with us another couple of seconds here. Uh, Teddy, uh, seven years old, going to be driving soon, I think. Uh, <laughs> seven years old, second grade at Barrow Elementary. Wow, yeah. great. And, and the store going well, you're telling me? Yeah, store's, store's doing Go fine. Go plug the wife's store. Yeah, yeah. My wife runs Agora Vintage. Uh, we, you know, we opened up a new shop, actually. Uh, oh, we've been there a few months now, right there on Broad Street. The old Harry Bissett's building. Ah, okay. So uh, we refurbished that, and... Uh, we planted a big green wall on the back wall under the skylight, so it's much. It's about three times the size of our own little spot, <laughs> you know, on, on Broad. So that's been a, a good pandemic project for the family. There you go, uh, uh, Commissioner Russell Edwards. Uh, if we don't talk again, and maybe we will, we're not Merry Christmas to you, and thanks for riding out this morning. Great, great to be with you, Tim. Thanks.